Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hear elevated conversation on crucial issues. Boyd Matheson on Inside Sources. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources. Always great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson. And as we round out our day today, uh, if you missed the conversation earlier this week, we had just a dynamite conversation with Barbara Brown Taylor. Uh, She's the author of Holy Envy, Getting to Know God Through Others' Faith. Uh, and it was just such a, a powerful conversation and a, a look at how we go about valuing the differences. Uh, and just want to tie that to a conversation we just had with uh, Jessica Pisano from Harvard uh, talking about President Zelensky and how he has created almost a holy envy kind of patriotism inside of Ukraine where they're valuing all the differences, all the languages, all the ethnicity, all the faith traditions Uh, And that's part of the secret sauce that is making it work there. And so as we get to this season uh, for the Christian world, many, of course, began uh, Lent yesterday. And I have some holy envy for that. But I wanted to go uh, back to our conversation with Barbara Brown Taylor to lay the groundwork for that. And then I want to share some really great insight, I think, from uh, Pope Francis rolling into Lent that all of us really ought to be thinking about. Uh, So first with Barbara Brown Taylor, uh, she talked about uh, Kristen, uh, sh- excuse me, Kirster uh, Stendahl, a former Lutheran bishop of Sweden, uh, who gave us a sermon where he introduced this whole concept of holy envy. He walked up to the microphone and proposed three rules for religious understanding. The first being, if you want to understand another religion, ask its adherents and not its enemies. And the second was, um, don't compare your best to their worst. And the third was leave room for holy envy. And he left it at that, uh, which I just love. And this whole idea of holy envy is one, I think, for all of us uh, to continue to explore. Barbara Brown Taylor laid out ways uh, in which all major world religious practices uh, can actually practice this idea of holy envy. At its best, the, the what are called the great religions of the world, you know, the ones that last have all got teachings in them about how you treat people who don't belong to your faith. And the religions that last have all got uh, loopholes about welcoming strangers and praying for people who wish to be your enemy and, and trying to lessen the suffering of all sentient beings. And they've, they've all got ways in which they face the common good and not only their own good. I love that. Face the common good, not just their own good. And uh, I think that's an important principle for us, whether it's relating to faith traditions or non-faith traditions, whether it's relating to politics or anything else. 
uh, if we start to look at the way we treat people of different belief, that we welcome the strangers, that we really look out for those that are suffering, regardless of where they're coming from or why they're there. Also, uh, while uh, teaching her own world religion class, uh, Dr. Taylor explains one of her favorite class assignments, uh, which I think everybody should have to do. One of the most fun class assignments was interview someone of another faith, but you have to lead with these three questions. What's most important to you about your faith? What story from your text or teachings is the heart of the faith for you? And then what do other people get wrong about you most often? And, and after that, we're usually off to the races. And think about that. If we all started conversations uh, by really sharing what we think is the essence or what we think uh, someone might get wrong or being willing to open up and have an authentic conversation uh, about things that we struggle with within our own faith tradition, I think all of those are, are very healthy ways to, to get to a better place and to far better, far more elevated conversations. Uh, and then finally, uh, Dr. Taylor explained some of the things that we can put into practice about holy envy uh, that we can put into action in our own lives. Um, to lead with curiosity, to be as ready to have a listen to someone as to have a talk with them, and also to practice um, something the world religions have in common, which is to do unto others as you have them do unto you, because I think it, that's a natural path to holy envy. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, So I want to go back through those. Uh, Barbara Brown Taylor laid those out in a great way. And this is how we practice holy envy. We we lead with curiosity. And I I still believe that one of the greatest threats to freedom, uh, to religious freedom, to uh, the ability to express yourself, to freedom of expression, is when we lose curiosity, when we get so wrapped up into our own little bubble that we become so instantly certain about everything we hear about anyone else or any situation that we stop being curious, that we stop really exploring, that we stop asking questions of why do they think that way or I wonder how they got to that conclusion or why is that the best policy solution? Uh, It's being curious, relentlessly, radically curious is a good thing. And it's part of that path to holy envy. Uh, I also loved how she talked about this idea of be ready to listen, Uh, to not have a talk with someone, but to have a listen. I I love that expression from Dr. Taylor, that uh, having a good listen, I I still believe that truly listening, intently listening, listening with compassion, I think is the most holy thing we can do for another human being. Nothing makes them feel more real, more alive, more seen than someone who's truly listening. 
And then, of course, finally, yeah, that, that golden rule and uh, putting that into practice regardless of faith tradition. Uh, it is the golden rule for a reason. And uh, imagine how the world would be different if we all just practice that just a little bit better. So now I want to shift uh, to Pope Francis, uh, for whom I have a lot of holy envy. Uh, I have followed him both as the leader of the Catholic faith, but also as a world religious leader and as just a leader and as a as a shepherd, as a human being. And I have a, a lot of holy envy for the way he goes about his work and his ministry. And he gave some advice I think this was a couple of years ago that he laid this out, but I think it's still so important. Uh, many who practice Lent, of course, it is in the form of fasting from something, whether it's giving up a habit or giving up a food or whatever it might be. And Pope Francis uh, took that one step further, I think, in a really unique way. Uh, and I'm one of those who believes that fasting isn't just about uh, refraining from eating or drinking. Uh, I think there's a lot of things that we could and should fast from. And I think Pope Francis uh, got it right uh, when he talked about some of the things that we should fast from, and whether that's in the context of Lent or whether it's just in the context of our everyday lives. Uh, Pope Francis said, what if you were to fast from hurting words and you said kind words? How about a fast from sadness and be filled with gratitude? A fast from anger and be filled with patience, a fast from pessimism, and be filled with hope. Uh, Pope Francis continued, uh, fast from worries and trust in God, fast from complaints and contemplate simplicity. I love that. So often we go with grievance uh, and heavy complaints when if we just contemplated the simplicity, we usually find the solution. A fast from pressures, and be prayerful, a fast from bitterness, and fill your heart with joy, a fast from selfishness, and be compassionate to others. Uh, And as uh, Pope Francis uh, continued through this list of things that people could fast from, and not just to be fasting from something, it's also leaning in and doing something that's really good and really powerful. Pope Francis uh, finished his list of things that people might want to think about in the context of Lent. Uh, He said, how about fast from grudges and be reconciled? Remember, you only have to forgive once. Uh, To hold a grudge, you have to relive and recreate those negative emotions every day. And finally, he said, how about a fast from words and be silent so you can listen? I have great holy envy for that. I'm Boyd Matheson. You've been listening to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, hopefully with a little bit of holy envy, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. 
Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.